Cameron Silsby and I head up all of the Van City communities. Today we're going to dive right into the text, so grab your Bible and let's read Colossians chapter 1, verses 21 through 23. Colossians chapter 1, starting in verse 21. Once you were alienated from God and were enemies in your minds because of your evil behavior, but now he has reconciled you by Christ's physical body through death to present you holy in his sight, without blemish and free from accusation, if you continue in your faith, established and firm, and do not move from the hope held out in the gospel. This is the gospel that you heard and that has been proclaimed to every creature under heaven, and of which I, Paul, have become a servant. Jesus is king over creation and the new creation that has been breaking into reality since his resurrection. Jesus' kingship is cosmic in scope. But people still matter to him. Individuals and families and towns and cities, people matter. And so Paul focuses on the inherent relational reality of what God has done through King Jesus on behalf of the apprentices in Colossae. And it all hinges on this one word, reconciled. But to grasp the idea of reconciliation, it it means we have to admit we needed to be reconciled in the first place. How How does this idea that people are enemies of God strike you? For a lot of people influenced by certain theological traditions that would strike up images and thoughts of humans that are scorned and hated and worthless to God, humans are just sinful scum, and so of course enemies of God is a fitting description. But that takes this idea way too far and reads way too much into what Paul is saying. Instead of thinking that you are inherently worthless apart from Jesus— A better way to understand what Paul is saying is that you were rebels against God's authority. Apart from Jesus, you set yourself against his authority and and placed yourself on the throne of your life to be your own king or queen. But far from being scum or worthless, God has gone to great lengths to heal the relationship between you and him. You are valuable to God. And Jesus has made a way for you to lower your hostility towards God and enter into his kingdom and even his presence as a friend, reconciled. In God's presence, you are special and set apart. Instead of being associated with your rebellion and hostility, he looks on you as if you have done nothing wrong. You are innocent in his sight. And no one can bring any charge against you in his presence. But again, this is relational in nature. This isn't some sort of transaction where you do enough good for God and he'll hand you a get-out-of-jail-free card that gives you a free pass for your rebellion. And then you can be on your way. Thank you very much. No, this requires a maintaining of this relationship through faith. Now, faith is one of those words that's been used so much that we tend to assume the meaning and that everyone understands the same meaning as well. But I want to clarify something. A lot of times the word faith is used to mean right beliefs. Yet, that, that's a very deflated understanding of this word. Uh, it's a, really only one aspect of the word faith. Other concepts that should be tied to it are things like trust, 
loyalty, allegiance. It is right beliefs, but that are embodied in the way one lives. Faith does not just inhabit the mind, but also the heart and the body as well. So instead of taking our get-out-of-jail-free card, we, we stay connected to God through Jesus. We maintain our relationship with him in his kingdom under his authority. But as we remain with him, we remain without blemish, free from accusation, and set apart as special by God himself. Today, I want you to choose how you'll respond to this text. We've walked through quite a myriad of different spiritual disciplines and practices through the Daily Office podcast, and today is your chance to practice one of those with this text. Perhaps that looks like an imaginative prayer exercise focusing on being without blemish and accusation-free in the presence of God. Perhaps it's just a slow time in the text, practicing Lectio Divina and allowing these words to saturate your heart and mind. You could take breaks throughout the day to revisit and pray through this text. Or read the text and then go on a slow walk as you talk with God about it. You could even just read through the text slowly and then take some time to sing songs of worship to God. Don't overthink it. Just choose a way to connect with God today through this text. Father, may we delight in your presence today as we stand before you holy, without blemish, and free from accusation. Mm